we're talking movies, TV, and today trailers with a uh, pretty big release of a big blockbuster film from 2018. Before we get into it, may I introduce myself? My name is Mitch, and I will also welcome OG for getting a gig, Dane McGurk. What's happening? Yes, hello, Mitchell. Oh, look, I'm in I'm in dinosaur overload at the moment. Um, what else is going on? It seems to. Sorry. What do you mean, Overload? What, what's happening? Oh, just with the trailer, mate. Just, it seems there's more dinos in the trailer than I've seen in all five Jurassic Park films to date. Uh, mate, I don't know what trailer you think we're talking about. We're going to talk about P.T. Anderson's Phantom Thread starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, this is awkward. Jeez. Oh, that's a wrong bloody chat. Okay. Yeah, just read, read on to the other studio. Maddie and the boys are in there waiting to talk to you about Jurassic World. Let's talk about Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. You are right, Dane. It, it's, it's dinosaur overload. I saw, did you see that little behind-the-scenes clip that was released? I want to say yesterday. And one of yeah. the, uh, obviously, crew said you were going to see more dinosaurs than ever before in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Firstly, I get excited about that, and then I immediately get worried, and that sort of lingered until I saw the trailer, and I don't know that I feel any better about it. No, I'm okay with it. Do you know why? And this is what got me, was the fact that um, it seemed to be a lot of practical effects in that behind-the-scenes trailer, which really excited me. It's like they went back to the original Jurassic Park and like with the big model T-Rex, and they seem to have a lot of practical animatronic dinosaurs there, puppets and all that type of thing. So that got me really, really excited. Yeah. Obviously, the big chase scene towards the end of the Fallen Kingdom trailer, obviously they're not all uh, animatronic dinosaurs, but I, I get the feeling the close-up interactions that we're going to see with actors and dinosaurs are going to be practical effects, and I think that's a really solid thing. I, I'm excited by it. I like the premise behind the film. I like the idea of another natural event possibly going to make all the dinosaurs extinct again. So, it's look, I like the premise behind the film. You know shit's going to hit the fan because it's a Jurassic Park movie. You know not everything's going to go to plan. But I almost shed a tear, Mitch, and I don't know if really? you feel the same way. Towards the Again, towards the end of the trailer where that, that geosphere ball goes off the side into the water... And you just see dinosaurs and other bits falling into the water. Yeah. And to the left of the ball, you see, I don't know what sort of dinosaur it is, on with that club tail just sort of yeah, flailing yeah. about to get to the surface. I'm like, oh, that, that thing can't swim. And I was like, oh, this is this is terrible. Yeah, it was that big sort of swooping shot in toward the cliff face where you just saw dinosaurs just falling off as they were trying to escape the smoke and you know the ash and fire coming out of this bloody volcano. That's See, I feel like I'm already jumping into a, a post-film screening review and I'm being a bit mm. of a hater because I hear about the volcano before this you know trailer comes out. I see it in the trailer and I'm like... Really? Would they have chosen the island if it was still an active volcano? But only now am I thinking, back in the original Jurassic Park and with The Lost World, they constantly had a crack at John Hammond and, to a lesser extent, InGen, about cutting corners, about doing things. I think even Jeff Goldblum's Ian Malcolm said it, was that you saw what one guy could do, and rather than trying to do it yourself, you tried to do it better. So it probably makes sense that they would go and find this island. It suited their needs size-wise. They could probably get it for cheap. Cheap. It was, you know, out of jurisdiction of a bunch of people. Who knows what? Sure, it's an active volcano, but pfft, that's never going to go off in our, our lifetime. What do we need to worry about it? But uh, I don't know. I, I see the attraction, I guess, to have a natural disaster threaten the lives of the dinosaurs and being able to mm. bring in their actual extinction in the real world into the film mythology. I don't know. I 
I've never hated the idea of having these adventures on the island. I know a lot of other critics and, and fans around the world have had the problem that we were on the island in Jurassic Park. We went back to the island in The Lost World. We went back to the island in Jurassic Park 3. We went back to the island in Jurassic World. Let's finally get off the islands. Let's bring them to the mainland. But I think I'm, I'm finally starting to get into that camp. And I don't know whether it's just because I've had a lot of haters you know, in my ear and I'm reading a lot of you know, opinions and theories and things online. But I guess it was also because of B.D. Wong's scientist character coming back in Jurassic World and hinting that he was now working for this, you know, the military and this other organizations that wanted to weaponize raptors or any dinosaurs that they could yeah. they could do. So I wanted to see having those seeds planted in Jurassic World what the next step of the story was as far as that side of it was concerned because it had nothing to do with Jurassic World really. Like it was sort of the backbone of why Chris Pratt's Owen character that's what he was doing but he didn't know that's who he was working for. He didn't know that's why he was training these dinosaurs to take commands and, and you know wear bloody GoPros in their heads and shit. <laughs> so I want to say because of that one shot in I want to maybe the middle of the trailer where you see a stegosaurus in some kind of cage and there are a lot of soldiers walking around and then there's sort of a shot you know, looking out towards the island. I don't know whether the volcano's already erupting or whatnot. There's a lot more yeah. bodies in that group, and I only want to assume they're soldiers, than there are in Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard's group. So are we basically seeing... Okay, let's face it. Jurassic World was accused of being a retread of Jurassic Park, much in the same way The Force Awakens Correct. was accused of being a retread of A New Hope. Now, we've got yes. The Last Jedi coming out in a week, Right, week. a week yesterday, and everyone's oh, it's going to be Empire. You you watch the trailer; it doesn't just look like an Empire Strikes Back retread. This trailer, though, does very much hint that it might go down the same path. At least half the story. Let's hope so. That it might be a bit of a yeah. a retread of the Lost World, where a hero from the first film being approached by somebody who was behind the making of the park in the first film, say, hey, go, let's go to the island, let's save some dinosaurs, yeah. while yeah. there are more military-based people out to also get the dinosaurs off the island to take them off for their own purposes. So it looks like a bit of a retread of the Lost World. At this stage, we're not getting that expanse on the military side of the story. I'm hoping that what we have seen is only half the film or the first two thirds of the film. I hope that that, you know, the, the sphere going into the ocean, that isn't part of the big climax of the film. Yeah. Because it did seem to show a lot of little surprises, even when they were at that sphere and that dinosaur, who I don't know the name of, is going to attack them. And then the classic T-Rex from movie number one and Jurassic World yeah. comes out and kills it. I'm like, well, that's there's no tension in that scene there when the we last see the film. Time we saw the T Rex um, in the container unit as well. Like, so that did they release the T Rex to fight with them? Like, what, that whole scenario doesn't really play out logically in my head. The T Rex is like asleep in that thing in the trailer and in the behind the scenes. You mean? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like, maybe. Just like, was we saw that first, and then the T Rex is released to to help save them. And then as well, like you mentioned the, the military and they could very well be the bad guys in this film. We have no definitive bad guys. So far, the bad guys, the volcano, and all we know is that they've gone back to save these dinosaurs so they don't go extinct again. So there's been no distinct bad guy essentially revealed yet in the movie. Is it the military again, like you alluded to earlier? 
who knows really who who it is, you know? Because let's be honest, we were always cheering for the, the dinosaurs. We always want the T-Rex to win sort yep. of a thing. So it's an interesting situation, this, this movie, because I don't really know exactly where it's headed. And you, you sort of alluded that as well, that the teaser was good. The trailer was good. Like, it, it's definitely got me excited, but I don't know what I'm excited for yet because yeah. I don't really know which way the story's going to go. So in terms of a teaser trailer, it's done its job because there's more questions than answers, obviously. And you're right. Like, I, I, I don't know... Is it going to be the military? Obviously, the volcano is a, a big thing, but the volcano could be happening in the first uh, 30 minutes of the film, you know, and then we've got a whole another hour and a half to play out, or another hour, 40 minutes to play out, over like that. And then after that as well, like, obviously, they've said this is a... I think they've said that Jurassic World will be a trilogy of movies, so there's still possibly another one, another one to come, you know? So I just don't really know where it's headed. Yeah. And why are they saving the dinosaurs? Yeah, so they don't get extinct again, but what are they going to do with them? Are they going to, uh, that's where the military comes in, or are they going to open a park like they tried to do? Uh, I think it's Jurassic Park 2 or 3. They brought them back to San Francisco on, yeah. the, on the boat. They want to open a park on the mainland. I'm just confused. I love Chris Pratt as that character, although I hope he's not getting pigeonholed into that sort of character now. Um, he's very similar to Star-Lord, like wisecracking, a little bit funny, uh, smart arsey. Well, you see in the thing. the end of the trailer for Avengers Infinity War, you see Star-Lord for a quick second. I think he's got the Owen from Jurassic World moustache. Because, you know, oh, Star-Lord right. isn't, Star isn't clean-shaven, but go and look at the, the end of that trailer again when Thor says, who are these guys? Yeah. You, you, he's got a pretty thick set of hair on the upper lip there, and so that's his character from Jurassic World. So I, I think he did very much shoot these movies concurrently, or, you know, he'd finish a big chunk on Jurassic World, he'd go and do a week on Avengers, and then go back to Jurassic World. Wait, so are you telling me, Mitch, <laughs> they're not going to digitally remove his moustache? Can you believe where we are right now in 2017, going into 2018, we faced two consecutive years where we were going to have two competing blockbusters fighting over an actor's moustache. That's where we are right now in movies. And it says a lot for where we are in movies. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know what it says, but it sure says something. But, it says um, a lot. I had read, though, that Bryce Dallas Howard's character, who was obviously running the show in uh, Jurassic World, she, mm. in the, I think, like three years that have passed between Jurassic World 1 and 2, has created some type of like dinosaur protection group. It might even right. be called that, like the DPG or something, you know. And she's out there to make sure, like John Hammond did between Jurassic Park and The Lost World, was trying to keep people away from the island. Well, isn't that a turnabout face for her, really? Because yeah. they were just assets for her. So she's really turned a corner. And obviously, something because the, at the end of the last movie, they, they kissed and were all lovey-dovey. So we've seen something happen where they're both back on the mainland where they've fallen apart again. Because uh, he's like, what? Well, we, well, he goes, well, I know why we're here. But yeah. it seems like they've gone their separate ways again. So she's come a full about face. So her character development will be will be interesting. And then we got sort of the the little fella she was in the dome with who we got no idea who he is yeah. with glasses. Like there's been no context around him whatsoever other than he's part of that dinosaur protection group. That whole um, group that they arrived at the island, they just look like absolute cannon fodder. Like yes. they just oh. look like young, kind of good-looking, expendable side characters that are just there to scream and die. Like oh, I, I'm already getting that from them, and I've barely seen them in the trailer. Yeah. Whereas and... I feel you gotta look at the Lost World, and 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 you know you see Vince Vaughn's character, you see 
old mate from the West Wing and Good Doctor. I forget his actual name, but you saw them in the trailer and you actually, you could already feel that they were going to be characters and they brought something. Whereas in this, I know it's a teaser trailer and I'm being a little bit unfair, but I'm like, are, are those young kids, I guess they're the, you know, the Greenpeace types that are out there to, to join this, whatever, dinosaur mm. protection group thing. So maybe they're the most, you know, obvious people to have in that group, but they also looked like they were just there to be eaten. But then, Mitch, as well, let's be honest, it's a trailer. Half this stuff might not have been in the final cut of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because I get a feeling like that, because there was a scene of uh, Pratt's character and he's dealing with a dinosaur. I don't know. Who, I mean, it could be Blue. And there's an yep. old-school Jurassic Park truck upside down. Yeah. So I saw that and went, oh, that's a cool little throwback, but just a little Easter egg for people to, to find. But I'm just confused. Like, I like that Easter egg. I liked how they, there was that um, uh, Stegosaurus sort of carcass, like said, oh, shit has gone down here, like it's gone to crap. Obviously, all the shops are gone, and um, the big Jurassic World gates were closed with a sphere, so the, the place was left to ruin, obviously. So, look, I loved it, and I love the fact we're getting a couple more dinosaurs, and I love the behind-the-scenes take, how it looks like it's going to be more physical and all that type of uh, physical animals, but I just don't know where it's going, and I'm... I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm excited too. I haven't seen his back catalogue, but the director, J.A. Biona, he is more well-known for like low-budget foreign horror films. And so I like the idea of someone who is about the scares you know, being brought into Jurassic Park because the, the big stuff really takes care of itself. But even if it doesn't, it's good to see someone who hasn't had that blockbuster experience come in and go, well, this is what I'd be interested in seeing. You know, someone who's mm. who's more used to being creative with a small budget to come in and, hey, here's all this money, but what would you do? So I like the idea of him coming in and having a play with this universe. The last thing I did want to touch on, though, is Jeff Goldblum. Should we take bets now that what we hear in the trailer, that's the only thing we see of him in the film? I want to say we don't see him in any other part of this film besides that courtroom scene, probably at the start of the movie. I reckon, Mitch, it's either at the start or it's at the end. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, he won't go to the island. Uh, he won't do any of that sort of stuff. It'll be in that court case. He'll be called in as an expert. But then the, the voiceover at the start is like, should we just let them leave them there for their own sake? Like, who makes gets to make that decision? And he's obviously there to give his expert opinion. But I think you're right. We will see him once. It'll be in that courtroom scene. And uh, it'll be either the beginning, or that could possibly be the end of the film. Because obviously his voiceover carries through towards the end of the trailer where the famous line, life will will find a way. Yeah. So perhaps the, that's the way they leave it. It's, that's the last line we'll hear will be, life will find a way. And we see uh, the... Um, pterodactyls whatever yep. they're called fly off into the, the sunset again you know so yep. i think you're you're on the money but where I'm, I'm not sure i think possibly towards the end but look i'm just totally spitballing and i've got zero idea i'd say what here's a fun idea right while we're inspired by star wars we've mentioned star wars we talk about we don't know where this jurassic world franchise is going jurassic world 3 we get sam neill we get jeff goldblum we get laura dern <laughs> it's the force awakens the original trinity back again they're coming back to take back their franchise and they're all like ah oh, we're too old for this shit but they got to go out and they got to yeah. run away from dinosaurs again boom jurassic world 3 wrapping up the six film franchise you're welcome yeah i like it i like it i'd love to see them all back and who's to i say thought you were going to shut me down because that sounds one. ridiculous <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> just wrap it up. Just wrap it up like that. But look, as we said, we I, I don't know where it's going to go. Trailer wise, it was entertaining. I actually preferred the teasers to the full trailer. If I'm going to be brutally honest with you, and the I behind think, the scenes when we saw the other day, I think I, d- I preferred the behind the scenes footage. That to me seemed more adventurous in the adventure parts. It seemed scarier in the horror moments, and it seemed funnier in the comedic moments. This was just I don't know. It was a bit yeah. And I think I'm like I'm excited because it's Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, mm. arguably for me, is my favorite movie of all time. It's such a, it's such an easy one to fall back on. I was seven when I saw it. I've been obsessed with Steven Spielberg my whole entire life. I love all of his films, and it's just such an easy film to go. Okay, that one, yeah, I enjoy watching that whenever I get to see it. It just takes me back and it, nostalgia, whatever. I love dinosaurs, so it's just the carryover from that that I get excited. But otherwise, the trailer just, yeah, did, I don't know. You take away that Jurassic Park title off it. it I don't know if it really does it for me. And that sucks because it's about dinosaurs being alive in the modern world. Come on. Exactly right. And that's the thing. And like, I'm excited about seeing more different types of dinosaurs because obviously they have evolved and Jeff Goblin's got a point to make there. I'm excited about seeing more dinosaurs, but at the same time, why and I just don't, I don't get it at the moment. So for me, I'll give the, the teasers were great. Like the run teaser, the teaser where they open the the back of the, and you see the T-Rex and like, oh, that's cool. Like he's been contained, but they're going to let him loose or do something, which will be sort of in the sort of saw in the trailer. Then the behind the scenes footage, but um, the teasers were better. So the trailer for mine, like barely a, a star and a half, two two out of two out of five, I reckon. Oh, ouch! Yeah, well, no, I I, I got to agree with you. It's there enough to be excited about the next trailer. They go, okay, come on, you got to you got to pet me up before June twenty one when it comes out. But on its own. Oh, I just haven't got the desire for it. Like I have a lot of other films that are going to come out next year that we've already seen trailers for. So Don't worry about next year, Mitch. Next week. Um, yes. That, that's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see and speak about that film next week. Yeah, well, you can join us back here and get into Geek, a full spoilers and non-spoilers. We like to do both. We're nice like that. Uh, reviews on the podcast channels from next Thursday or Friday, whenever they tend to go up. We'll probably come in on Thursday night, record everything. They will be up next week for you to check out right here on Get Into Geek. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just simply search Get Into Geek. You can uh, drop us a line, get into geek at gmail.com. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Where can we find you, Dane? Uh, Dane underscore McGurk on Instagram and Dane McGurk on Twitter. Beautiful. Ah, 280 characters or less, bro. (laughs) Now, you've you've worked well with what you had available, mate. I love it. So, all right, we'll catch you again later, Dane, next week for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Hey, here's my quick, quick, I know this is not a Star Wars chat, but I'm going to throw it out there. Luke Skywalker dies. No, don't do it. We'll talk about it next week. Getintogeek.com Why would you do that? I reckon he does. No!